So uh, this is a bit weird. There's out of an office, what up here about? 22. 22. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, out of an office of 22, there's only three people left. And unfortunately, one of them is Chris Lumsden, who was making noises. having a cup of cup. tea. Good afternoon. So, uh, yeah, so... You enjoying that, Pigman? Yeah. You can't hear that, my way. No, from you the can't mic. hear that. No, okay. So uh, yeah, so there's just the three of us in. Well, who, we thought, who's the other one? Well, we've got. Well, I'll, I'll do the introductions when I do this. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Roundup. Good is a brand consultancy in the UK, and we just like talking about things that kind of get our attention. Today, I am delighted to be joined once again by Mr. Chris Lumsden, the founding, one of the founding partners. He made that very clear mm-hmm. last time. One of the founding partners of Good. Thank you. Hello. 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 Hi. Thank Chris. And I have the managing director of Good, Julie Murdoch. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So what a difference again a day makes. We were having a board meeting yesterday and everything. We were planning out about what was happening with the, the virus and everything else. And we went for a drink afterwards and then suddenly... It all changed again. Yeah, we're all we had to home. leave the pub. And so well, you didn't, I did. <laughs> yeah, Julie went back up and had a chat with the team. So where we are now is that within the space of 24 hours across two offices, we have now initiated, and we were talking yesterday about having a plan for it, and now the plan is we're going to rehearse it, and now there is no rehearsal, now we're just mm. getting on with it. It's live. It's live, and now we're all, we are the last three in the office after making sure everybody had their kit and communication and everyone else. And we were in a position to be able to do that because we've been planning for this for the last couple of weeks so the kit for working from home the procedures protocols all that kind of stuff i know do you remember the first place. meeting we had in here that I know, day it, like it seems weird i know it was a joke it was it like, like it, it seems was ridiculous just i mean it's not going to happen but yeah. just in case let's just yeah. make sure we've got all of our belts and all our belts and braces and there was people sniggering oh they're having a meeting about the coronavirus and here we are i know here we are you were talking about right we're going to have to get stuff FedEx to people and all the rest of it. Yeah. And I was kind of going, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, very sure, good, Chris, sure, yeah. For sure, for sure. Mm. And then here we are. So it's been kind of a bit of a crazy day. And, you know, it's been the, a crazy couple of days. Well, yeah, I guess so. And then now that the office is empty and then here we are. But as far as... Strange times. Thank you. Thank thanks you, Chris. That, Chris. That, thanks, Chris. What I was quite impressed about today is everybody just kind of rolled their sleeves up and Got we can do this it. and we can do that and here's some advice and everything else. I was quite, mm. I was very proud of the team just kind of getting on with it. I know there's almost a sort of excitement about it, isn't there, in terms of embracing the, 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 the help and, the, yeah, and yeah. getting involved. And, yeah. and we were talking about it because we touched on that yesterday, didn't we? If you could mm. put aside the kind of concern and worry, both health-wise and also business-wise, that this sort of uncertainty creates, it would be a really mm. exciting, interesting time because it's forcing you to completely reevaluate mm. and change the way that you work over the course of 24 hour period which is yes a challenge but and it's good it's one a that good everyone's embracing sign of the the depth of the culture and the responsibility mm. people feel it's good lovely to see. and i think we're fortunate because the type of business we have you know we don't we're not a manufacturing company that have all sorts of operational mm. issues we can mobilize people really quickly and easily and relatively straightforward things in place so. and i think what was also good is like you just show that you work with a team of creative problem solvers who yeah. saw mm. a problem and went you know what we could do we could do this we can do that and julie i think you did a very good job of Corralling all that energy to kind of get it put it's it in a little one. bit of frustration this morning <laughs> creeping in, but we all rubbed along fine in the end. Jules was pulling together the, the presentation, and lots of people were asking or adding to that. And you were like, We'll get there. 
We've got And that. it was, but to, on the flip side of that, to see that energy and momentum and sort of camaraderie from the team is really uplifting, I would say, and reassuring. We had a conversation on Friday with the whole team to say, we don't know what's going to happen here, but this is what we're planning for. This is mm. the conversations we are having and transparency and all that kind of stuff. And then fast forward a few days or a, like a weekend and that pulling together and just getting your hands getting stuck in and, and amongst it is, is what everyone's doing. Keeping so. your hands clean, not Keeping dirty. Keeping your hands, not dirty. <laughs> <Obviously, laughs> <yes. laughs> very good. Indeed. Very good. Very bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the... So where we are now is everybody's home. All the clients don't I talk to a client earlier on. It was kind of... Most of know, them are home as well. Yeah, they're home. They're kind of going, yeah, I've talked to a couple today. They're going, you're home. But then once you've... Now that we're in here, the kind of question comes down to what about the business? Mm. And, you know, the, the, and we watched, I'll put it in the show notes, a webinar from David Baker, who is a bit of a kind of guru on the on agency management. Would that be fair to say, Chris? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's someone we've yeah. followed for a long time. And he did a webinar yesterday about how this the, the opportunities and pitfalls of this. That's the thing that we were talking about yesterday. And, and again, it's all a bit unknown. Mm. Mm. And, well, no, yeah. I think just, and Jules will talk about, I think, all the stuff that we've done and operational stuff. But I think that what he underscored was the fact that this is all about money and, and, and the steps that you can take to as an agency owner and principals and owners of the business, what, what you need to be looking out for. And I think one of the most interesting things he said was the fact that we are a, a lagging indicator in the economy. Mm. He said the, the, the way your business is right now is probably a reflection of the market a month two or two months, months ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, And you can see that in some of the conversations we had with clients. I had a chat today with a client and they said, look, there's a meeting coming and there will be tight belt tightening. And that's There's been, that's two, weeks. There's yeah. been two or three of those today as well. So they're clients. coming down the road. So it's about being able to... Be in the right place at the right time and having the right the right metrics in front of you. Unfortunately, we, we as an organisation have been pretty good at that. So we're able to stand up in front of the team and say, "Look, don't panic. We're in a good place. It's all about cash, and we're in a good position at the moment, and we can hold tight just now." Because the other thing he was talking about with that lagging integrity, he referenced it both in the context of the impact, but also the recovery. And I think mm. there was that kind of probably maybe a bit of hope or a feeling that it would be a V-shaped dip for us, you know, for businesses. But actually, maybe across the board, but certainly for us, it is definitely more likely to be a U-shaped curve where mm-hmm. there's going to be a longer tail of pain that you probably feel and longer, longer impact. And, you know, there, it, it is true. It's about running the business financially and talking about numbers a lot has sometimes led to a little bit of kind of boredom and sneery comments. But it's at times like this that it's mm. the most important thing. So, you know, his point about knowing where the cash is right now, what's due out, what's due in 30, 60, 90 days, all of that with Steph and the team here, we're, we're, we're in pretty good shape about standing where that's going to be. So we have the ability to react we're not guessing, and that's hugely important because it feels that you have some semblance of control at the moment. Obviously, the open-ended question is, when does this end? Mm. <laughs> but it's not just us that's asking that question. Everyone's mm. yeah, everyone's aware of it. The team are great. They're aware that jobs are potentially on the line in the long term. The, the business is on the line in the long term. Where it ends, we don't know, but we can just act responsibly and kind of with the best information as we stand. And and I think the conversation that you guys had on Friday with the team about the numbers and where we are and what we're doing, I think is built that camaraderie because if you're honest, 
Mm. And and I think you know we were talking earlier on. Some you know people are pulling their horns and not just businesses, but in personal lives. I mean, these guys mm-hmm. are going home totally. and going. You know what? Will we go out tonight, or will we not, or will we get a carry? You know, it's all those it's things. A fairly right? simple yeah. equation about money coming in, money, money going, going out. out. Yeah. But I think in our kind of our approach as a business has always been to be transparent with that side of the financial side of the business, be it through just generally regular company update meetings. And like you say, to a point in, in this industry, in this space, when you're a creative-led it's business, cool. it's kind of a bit dirty to talk about the money and the bottom line and what that means. But actually, when you then translate that into a situation like this, where there's so much uncertainty and so many unknowns, that it's a language that the, the, the team in the business are, or the team are, are used to hearing. And it's not a, there's a confidence that we are a financially well-run business. Mm. So you can we're, we're in control of the things we can be in control of. We're all pretty busy just now and I've got a number of projects that are running just now. But at the same time, I'm already thinking ahead of to a downturn in what we do in the day to day. And I think the kind of exciting thing, because you've got to kind of try and get some positivity out of it, is that it gives us the opportunity to do a bit of housekeeping Mm -hmm. that normally we wouldn't. And podcasting. Yeah, and <laughs> podcasting being the number Very one. It's the task. only way that we're getting the hell out through this on this podcast. <laughs> I need my Squarespace dollars <laughs> to get out of here. So I'm going to be doing some work and just kind of nailing some strategy outputs that have been a bit woolly before, not not through anybody's fault. It's just the kind of thing over time, you're just kind of, you know what, be good just to revisit all these things and hmm. give it's them a It's a process that's evolved over time and things have grown and expanded and stuff has changed based on client scope and client projects. Exactly. And it's, we never actually then go back and kind of revisit, or you don't get the opportunity to go back mm. and revisit and go, is there a better, smarter way we could have approached that and put a bit of a kind of some of those... Not mm. processes, it's not yeah, reinventing the wheel, just, but just... Yeah, exactly, it's just Tinkering rather it. than reinventing anything. Beautifully put. And I think yes. the other the other thing about that is then trying to... The thing is, we can't make work happen. Mm-hmm. Clients have got mm-hmm. to want the work well, to happen. Well, you said this the other day, Stuart, it's one of the best things I've heard, you know, it's <laughs> like... One of the best. Well, what you said is that the, the, the conceit or the, is that we think there's things we can do to, to really mitigate, and it's happening to us. We yeah. can't do anything about this, and your point about slight supply and demand... Yeah. Mm. And we, we can't make that <clears throat> demand happen, and we've got supply, and you know, we, but mm. we can't make it happen. So there will, will be a little bit, and again, I think David Baker talked about this about trying to be a little bit proactive. Is there some things that you can do? And we'll be looking at that because there will this will end. Yeah. Well, and, and these are the things that we learn over the years, you know, with non-execs, and you know, people say it's the things, you know, the things that you can't see that will kill you. These yeah. existential mm. threats. And, you know, David Baker was saying, you know, that up to 30% of agencies or firms can go to the wall here. And mm. it's about taking a position that ensures that we're going to be here at the end. Mm. And, and have sh- to be here at the end. And be stronger. Yeah. Ideally, Ideally but know, just be, firstly, be here. I'd agree. No, I think we will be. I think, as you say, we're well positioned. We're a well-run business. We we take it seriously. If you, I'm not saying that people don't, but it's, mm. you know, the numbers are as are as important as the creative output for us because without them there is no creative output yeah. and without the creative yeah. output there's no mm. numbers because I mean it, is a, it, mm. it feeds yeah. off each other and financially I mean we do, there's nothing kind of lurking behind the skirting board for us financially we we know what we're dealing with we've got solid consistent metrics that we discuss and monitor on a, on a monthly basis in board meetings so it's there's, n- there's no surprise we know exactly where we stand and what the pipeline looks like and although that well, with the massive caveat that that's also now going to change because mm. we don't have any control over what what, mm-hmm. what decisions clients are going to need to make within their business. And I think that's where 
some of the basic principles that we follow anyway from a client service point of view around just being proactive and being, you know, we're always kind of questioning and looking for where we can add some additional value for clients and those relationships and just being a helpful, useful pair of hands and a trusted partner versus just waiting for sitting, waiting for a brief. That's not the way that we work anyway. So I think it's it's mm. more more of that and arguably the guys in a bit of downtime will have more time to put a bit of thought to that to, like you say, take some of those proactive ideas, suggestions, thoughts, whatever it may be to a client and potentially generate some revenue in the longer term, if not straight away. So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, a bit of a reevaluation of what we can be doing. And I, th- I think it's, you know, important that and we've just been through something earlier on which reinforces the point that it's important, and David Baker's a, a specialist, listen to the specialists. Mm. Ignore the generalists. There are a lot of people willing to offer you unsolicited advice. On things they don't know anything more about than you do. So I'd rather listen to the people that have deep expertise in particularly Mm. the mechanics of running an agency in Mm. an agency business of what what levers they would pull. Yeah. I think on the one hand that provides a bit of solace because you can go, well, we're doing well. We're doing that and we're doing well Mm -hmm. there. And then it also gives you a bit of focus for the things that you could tighten up on. So yeah. I did do a bad thing last night. What did you do? What did you do? Well, I'm not going to mention any names, but I was on LinkedIn. Oh, you had, and you'd I, had a few drinks. I might have had a beer. Oh dear. Right. And there's. I think like, you'd maybe had four beers. Oh, was there a piece of general advice, Joe? It, uh, it was a, a, a head of a PR company telling me. And uh, the rest of the world. And the rest of the world, their thoughts about how it was all a bit ridiculous. And, you know, if you think about the deaths and everything else, and I'm sitting there going. Are you off your head? You are not in any position. He runs a great business and everything else. He's done very well for himself and fair play. But at the same time, going, this is no way your he's area. Not with the Center it. for Disease Control. He, he's uh-huh. not standing beside Boris, going, "This uh-huh. is what we should do." So I wrote a wee message saying, politely, "No, no, no. basically, uh, why don't you shut the fuckity fuck up?" And I, th- I put an itty, you know, oh, fuckity good. up. Did you spell it the right way? Yeah, yeah. 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 Make it a little bit less just, insulting. Just to make it a little less insulting, you know, as my as my grand. Annie would say, because she was a salty old mayor, if you don't know anything about this, just, <laughs> just shut up. Shut, shut and up. That, I think that's the problem with the channels and stuff we've got at the moment. My email box is full of stuff. Yeah. LinkedIn's brand's full of people to, yeah, just talking. To it's like, we care. how many times? <laughs> about stuff I know. Like, like, wash your hands <laughs> and do this and do that. Really? Is that really yeah. your role to yeah. tell me to wash my hands? I think, because the you thing know? is, that advice on, and it's because that extends to some of the stuff around working from home principles and stuff like oh, that. Oh, like, God. I know. Everyone can read things like people repeating news or sending like tips oh, yeah lovely very useful yeah anyway, the one about I'm don't don't work in your head. don't work in your pajamas good yeah and i think to be fair i think when you're and we talked touched on it this morning i think there are some people in the business are going to be more used to working from home than others and i yeah. think there is a there's a discipline that's required and i think both in terms of creating that space and what and whatever that may be that works for you but also then knowing when to wrap up and shut down at the end of the day you think it does so there are things i think well, you that know, are you, you were, yeah you did some tips about stuff today what what run us through some of that stuff if i may jump ahead to to, to me what i thought the most important tip that julie gave is is one that you don't really see a lot and it's like if you start to feel a little bit isolated just sitting on a computer because i think you do take it for Mm. granted being in an office that that there's always somebody talking and then suddenly that's not there and then i think your point of actually look you know we may not have a lot of interaction day to day with the team but if you feel a little bit lost or a wee bit isolated just phone 
some, you know, don't, you pick know, pick up the phone and we're, we're going to be trying to do a bit of that, just trying to make sure we're getting in touch with everybody throughout the day to say mm. hello, just to make sure everybody's all right. And I thought that was actually the best piece of advice that yeah. I haven't seen anywhere because it's, it's easy to say working from home. I know, I think, and it's when I was thinking about it last night and reflect, kind of go, right, well, fine. Operationally, we're organised, we're teed up, the guys have all got their kit, we know what the log, we know what screen sharing and conference call software we're using, everyone's got their logins, everyone's got remote server access, all the kind of nuts and bolts stuff is taken care of. But then it is that, you know, you think of the conversations and the daily interactions you have with the team, which largely happen because you're sitting in one space. Now, some of those will be meetings and project-related discussions, but there's a lot of other discussion that happens in an agency that isn't structured in that way. And I think that's what... Are you what, talking you about then, the water cooler stuff? The water cooler stuff. Oh. Well, not necessarily, but yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, it's just, I think... The that, stuff you know, that happens in between. We all work in an yeah. agency like this or in, in this business, in this industry for... It, to do great work but also because of the culture that comes with it and I think when you then isolate people in houses with flatmates yeah, or partners like and kids goes, and, you know then yeah. you lose that and I think it's just thinking about easy small ways to maintain some of maintain that connection with people and I think you know we had the conversation with the team on Friday we were transparent like I was saying about discussions and scenarios that we were planning for and discussions we were having as a management team and I think you it's you can have bits and pieces of those conversations throughout the week already with some of the team because you're in the office but like you say putting 20 minute chat in the diary with the full team a google just to do an update on yeah. a month, you know three times a week to say here's here nothing's changed mm. or this is what's changed just keeping staying connected a source of kind of truth yeah because yeah. otherwise people Make their own conclusions. Yeah, and and because there's so much news, there's so much news and so much advice. Yeah, and and culture is one of these things that you can talk about, but actually only really comes to the fore in a crisis. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really when you know you've got a culture. Well, Scott said that just as he was leaving. You know, there's a bit of humour in it as well. You've got to have some dark humour in there. Yeah, you know, it's what we do as humans. You know. It's the world's worst social experiment. Mm. Not that we weren't doing this, but it's going to be interesting. I don't think it's going to change. I've heard a couple of people say this oh, is the way. going to change the way we work. No, it won't. Oh, no, we're quite elastic, aren't we? We'll yeah. go back. Yeah, and that's like we were saying this morning. <laughs> we'll probably get to a point where we've just finally nailed it, and we've ironed out all the issues, and then we'll be back in the office again, going, "Geez, wasn't that interesting?" No. Yeah. But, well, let's well, hope so. Here's hope so. Here's hoping. Yeah. Well, uh, this is just a wee quick one because I thought it was quite interesting. I don't think we're, this will be our third episode. And I think the kind of interesting thing is I don't want it to be an agency podcast about agency. I want to talk about brand. But I think when you're in these kind of exceptional circumstances, yeah. I yeah. think it's it's useful just to kind of go how are we how hmm. you know how we're finding it and if there's any other agency who wants to not that we've got anything particular but I, I think I'm my best bit share. of advice would be watch the David Baker podcast yeah. mm. because I think in terms of there's some of it's there's the financial stuff the metrics you need to be keeping an eye on not taking your eye too much off the ball in terms of the work that you want to be chasing and being seduced by the kind of but it's a piece of work let's just take it on and do it because it's going to give us that there's some really useful advice in there that like you say he's mm. an expert and not necessarily in the coronavirus space but in terms of managing businesses through difficult periods mm. and there's also really practical stuff that we picked up and talked mm. to the team about today about planning ahead for larger group conference calls meetings agenda. in a conference call yeah. sharing an agenda in advance making sure you've got a clear lead in that following up with notes and actions really basic stuff but useful reminders group chats taking out not getting lost in email trails so using kind of we don't use microsoft teams all the time but we're going to be using it more now yeah i would say and there's a good Baker. old workhorse, which is the company WhatsApp, which is good for yes, indeed a bit of the giggles and messages, banter, yeah. light, light-hearted yeah. banter. A few giggles. Again, I shall put a link in the show notes. 
David Baker is doing another. Well, the DBA are hosting. Yeah, yeah. The it'll DSM. be the same content. Yeah, I think. yeah. But I th- hopefully, it might be a little bit more UK focused. That would be interesting. And we'll put a link in the show notes uh, where the the one that we've just watched was, and a link to register for the DBAs. Mm. Uh, mm. Ones. But so when will we meet again? Well. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we we've adopted a flexible. We called it a flexible working from home policy, didn't we? Because we're we're the majority of the team are working from home, but we mm-hmm. don't have a, a hundred people office. We've got we can have a few Tight. people in the office. A few mm-hmm. folk need to come in. Then fine. So we'll have folk in and out yeah, over the course uh, of the next couple of weeks until the advice changes. Mm-hmm. As soon as the schools go off, expect me to live here in this office, in this room because... <laughs> on the old dog bed. Oh man, I'll be on the dog bed because if it's I bubble wrap, get a bubble wrap oh, Because my seven year old will be getting Animal Crossing for the Switch this Friday and all I'll get is, Dad look at this, Dad look at that and I <laughs> Don't swear, try and blame that on your seven year old Stuart, no, I know exactly. you no. You'll be you like playing those games Well this was a wonderful podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very yep. much And yes, we've got plans for what we're going to do next week Even though nobody's in the office I've got a couple of ideas But nice. we'll have something in next week So now until wash then, your hands Wash your hands, take care Stay and safe peoples